This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Europe schools Elon Musk that Twitter's wings are already clipped by Natasha Lomas. And so it begins. Elon Musk has only been owner of Twitter for a few hours, but he's already earned himself a schooling from the European Union in response to his suggestive The Bird is Freed tweet. For those not obsessively online, Musk means freed as in speech and bird as in Twitter. The European Commission's Internet Market Commissioner, Thierry Breton, who is fairly obsessively online himself, quickly tweeted back at Musk, offering a passive-aggressive emoji wave greeting, following by a further punch, In Europe, the bird will fly by our EU flag emoji rules. Hashtag DSA. DSA is a reference to the Digital Services Act, a.k.a. the bloc's newly minted reboot of e-commerce and digital services rules, which intends to drive accountability on Internet businesses by laying out governance expectations for how they handle societal risks like illegal speech. So Breton is warning Musk that his platform must abide by European rules, ergo, the bird's freedom is relative. The EU commissioner has also brought receipts, linking to his earlier trip to see Musk when he extracted an awkward thumbs-up from the Tesla CEO for Europe's approach to digital regulation. That's what he said, wrote Breton in a pithy reminder now. The immediate fear for Twitter users and a watchful concern for European regulators is that Musk's ownership of the modest-sized speech platform, which nonetheless punches far above its weight in political and media influence terms, will usher in a new era of toxicity for global discourse if he tosses out a civilized rulebook and opts to let all speech rip on Twitter, giving a free pass for hateful and abusive tweets to flow, supercharging divisive and damaging conspiracy theories and being a friend to violence inciting bullies everywhere. Musk has signaled he'd give Donald Trump his Twitter bully pulpit back, for instance. This is not an academic fear. Musk has already sacked a number of senior execs, including former Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal and former head of legal policy, trust and safety, Vijaya Gadi, per reports. Gadi's sacking is particularly concerning, as it could signal the start of an international ripping out of internal checks and balances and a dismantling of Twitter's whole painstakingly constructed approach to trust and safety, which took years to build up and dig the platform out of the worst depths slash totally toxic swamp enabled by earlier Twitter leaders having a hopelessly reductive philosophy of the tweets must flow. The risk, therefore, is of Twitter being set back at Nazi ground zero double quick. The shitposting billionaire that's now in charge of the platform also recently joked, question mark, about sacking 75% of Twitter staff before claiming to have rode back on that particular slash-and-burn plan. Quote, worst boss ever, lols, just kidding, unquote. 
But it's anyone's guess what Musk will actually do now that he has his hands on Twitter's steering wheel. And mass sackings would certainly be one way to indirectly dismantle vital content checks and balances by starving the community-minded function of the necessary resource to keep the most toxic speech in check. But, well, like everything that Musk touches, it's complicated. Prior to the deal closing, he not only gave the EU rules an apparent thumbs up, assuming he had the vaguest idea what he was actually agreeing with, he also claimed he would respect all legal requirements vis-a-vis speech on Twitter everywhere around the world. It's a claim that's extremely complicated in itself, as it suggests his freeing of the bird could also require him to, at least, region lock the bird in soundproof cages if, for example, an autocratic regime demands he censor specific expressions of political dissent and can undemocratically pass a law requiring same. One thing is clear, Musk's freedom to do what he likes with Twitter is already relative and will only shrink from here on in as hard realities and the potential for hefty fines bite the bird. A spokesman for Breton declined to comment on whether the commission has concerns that Musk's Twitter will breach the DSA when the regulation starts applying from next year. However, an EU source expressed confidence that, in Europe at least, Musk's wings are already as good as clipped. With the EU Digital Services Act, the time of big online platforms behaving like they are too big to care is coming to an end. The DSA sets clear, harmonized obligations for platforms, proportionate to size, impact, and risk, the source told us. Europe is open, but on our conditions. Anyone who wants to benefit from the European market will have to fulfill our rules, including on moderation, open algorithms, freedom of speech, transparency, hate speech, revenge porn, and harassment. The Commission will supervise very large platforms, including the possibility to impose effective and dissuasive sanctions of up to 6% of global turnover or even a ban on operating in the EU single market in case of repeated serious breaches. For more on Musk's international regulatory challenges, check out our earlier report linked in the text version of this article. Spoken Layer To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 